Hey guys, welcome to episode 40 of the On The Rise podcast. I'm Alicia and I'm here today with my co-host Molly. Today we're going to be talking about both of our posts from the publication or on Medium. And we're also going to be talking about time being the most valuable resource. Hey Molly, how are you today? Hey Alicia, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great also. Thank you. So let's start with your post. So what inspired you or what made you write this post today? My amazing insight this morning. Yeah, so first of all, I'm not like um, a rational guy sometimes. I mean, I, I try to be rational, but most of the time I take decisions on, with my guts. And this is thing, th- th- uh, typical thing. So uh, I have been feeling like a little bit like restless for the last couple of weeks. I didn't know exactly what the next big step was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I was like getting nudged in from several people or several domains, let's say, in, in some kind of direction. And uh, yesterday, uh, to mo- this morning, I did some um, deep meditation. I did some uh, visualization. I did some like deep stuff on myself, let's say, deep work. And I figured out like the next step, the next skill I need to have is selling. So that's why I wrote this piece. Hmm. Okay. So do you think you're going to work on selling by taking a course or are you just going to get out there and start trying to sell? What's your kind of plan going forward or do you know? Well, I, I'm going to, it's a skill, right? It's a skill you, mm-hmm. you can learn. And I'm going to um, approach it as, as every other skill that I've learned. And it's by doing it. There's no, I mean, I never uh, lear- took a course to trade or never took a course to write. I just mm-hmm. did it. So that's what I'm going to do with this selling thing too. Yeah, that's the best way to learn. And it's funny because I kind of like am at a similar spot. I mean, you've already done your trading and established yourself and have money from that. But I'm kind of like starting from the beginning of trying to build something that's um, income producing activity. So like this morning, I was going to sit down and start cold calling people. But then I realized it was Sunday. I had my stuff all prepared and I was like, wait, I can't do this today. <laughs> so I'm going to wait until tomorrow um, I just basically went on Reddit and a, def- uh, a lot of different blogs and just saw different kinds of opportunities that might be available to me as a writer and also like knowing some of the other things that I know. So what do you think about doing something for free first? Like, you know how we do medium in the podcast? Like what is your view on doing stuff for free versus monetizing them? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like you can have them both. You can have your free, free product that, um, has a reach has a big reach has a wide reach and then uh, once your free product is established then you can have a paying product to complement with the free product so i don't think it has to be either one or the other it can be both and i aim to have like a, a free product a 50 dollar product a 200 dollar product and a 10k product yes and are you thinking about leveraging that through medium or is this like a separate venture like you're gonna do this totally separate of any of your writing or podcasting I haven't thought about it that much. Uh, I think it has to be something that's closely related because otherwise you're starting from zero and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I like to to say leverage things from one uh, platform to the other. So it's probably going to be something that can be related to that. Yeah, that's true. Something that you can at least speak about on Medium. I mean, I think that... Mine is sort of like that, but I think mine is going to be more sort of a service to begin with and it's not set in stone. I talked about, or we talked about writing consulting the other day, but consultants, they usually have like years and years of working on something and not saying that I can't do it because of that, but I think I'm going to start with something more basic 
and then build from there um, and just see what I can kind of offer businesses and what they need at first and then kind of try different things and see what works best. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one thing you have to realize and that's something that's interesting for, um, for listeners too is like solve a problem, problem right? That's mm -hmm. the only thing you have to do. If you solve someone else's problem, they're going to hire you. Don't make it more complicated than it is. Think about right. what problem you can solve for, for, for the market, let's say. Exactly. And I think it's best to start with something that you already have, um, like because writing is already my skill. And like you said in your post this morning that you, uh, you're a speaker, um, you do the podcast, you do writing. You had some other things in here too, but I forget what they were. But um, I just want to start with what I already know because it's not such a big thing you're working against that way. Like I was even thinking like doing um, being a social and media advisor for companies, like managing their social media. And I didn't think I could at first, but I had forgotten that last year, like a year and a half ago, I had built Lareco's Instagram page and it has about 9,000 followers more or less. So I was like, okay, well, that's something that I can show. And, you know, I still might be able to do social media to that. So I just got to kind of think about what I have to offer and what would be the best thing to leverage. Sure. That's how you, that's how you do it. Right. I mean, that's, that's, I'm going to read the line. I have it in front of me. My mm -hmm. skill stack is quite formidable as it is. I can read, I can write, think, speak, and trade. And you think like, yeah, that's, that's, that's nothing, right? Everybody can do that. But it's only if you start looking for someone to, to do that, that you're going to find how hard it is, how, how, how big or how um, expensive someone like that would be to hire. And it's the same with you too. If you list all your skills, Mm -hmm. and, um, like like writing uh, like you said the social social media seo uh, marketing all those things if you list it and find someone who can do all that you're going to find out that it's very difficult so you have to you are the prize you have to realize that that you are the value valued uh, treasure and that other people have to value that properly if you're going to be if you are going to chase people that's not going to work yeah that's a good way to look at things like you are the prize that's awesome so like for your trading, like I used to be kind of like, I like to do things more like your trading where I didn't have to directly ask people for money. It's just something that I'm doing that's generating income. Um, but like, it's definitely benefits to have both skills, like to be able to go to people and ask them and then have something that just generates income, like more, not, it's not really passive, but you know, a different type of way of generating income. What's your view on that? Um, you need both. And I, I didn't realize that um, in the beginning. And that was what my mentors always were hammering on and probably were frustrated that I didn't get it because I thought, you know what, if I can trade, I can make my own money and I can the market, you know, the market gives me money for trading. Mm -hmm. But uh, you need to raise money too. You need to um, know how to sell. You need to know how to raise money or to uh, ask people for money. And that's probably, probably what you're doing if you're selling, right? So you need yeah. to do that because that's they, they are both there are two sides of the same coin. Like even as a trader, there's going to be a point that you are going to trade with other people's money because you cannot I mean you can grow a lot of with your own money, but at some certain point you have to need other people's money to uh, reduce your risk and your mm -hmm. exposure. So um, yeah, it's something you really need. And um, I was I had a, I mean I had the problem or let's say the benefit, I don't know how you would say it that I could trade and that I didn't really need money. So other people who don't, uh, who don't know how to trade have to um, sell very soon in their career. And that's good too, because then they learn that. I never had to learn it. So now I have to learn it anyway. So um, yeah. 
Yeah. And you're not even doing it out of um, like, what, like a necessity because you have money saved up and whatnot. Like you could actually, I think you wrote a post before too about the fact that you could even go back to trading and make even more money. But why, why aren't you interested in doing that now? Why are you interested in going Look, a different direction? That's the, thing, that's the thing you have to realize. It's not always only about money. Um, it's all about um, acquiring the skills. The money will come anyway. Like I've said, uh, all those skills that I have now, if I ever had, if I have, would market them and would, uh, people would want to hire me, they would pay, have to pay a lot of money. So the money is already there in a way. But that, right. that's not why I'm doing it. And I'm doing it because I want to learn how to sell because that's a skill that is very, very, very um, beneficial. So that's right. why I'm doing it. And the money yeah. will come, doesn't matter. Yeah, and you don't need it right now anyway. So I think that's an important fact. Like not everything is about the money. Because I see a lot of people and I know it's difficult, like especially if you don't have money to go into something and not just ask money right off the bat. Like, but things require patience. And that's why I kind of didn't participate in the medium partner programs. I just didn't like the way it made me feel. But now that we haven't used that for a while, you know, now it's some leverage. You've given people something for free. So that's something there. And I was also listening to something today um, from Gary Vee once again. Like he was just talking about every time you ask people for something, it like brings you down a notch. Like you have less to add. You can't ask again for a long time. Like every time you ask, it brings you down. And every time you give, it gives you leverage. So, I mean, that's kind of how I look at things as well. Yeah, I have to admit, I don't understand that last statement about Gary Vee. Can you explain a little bit more? What sure. He it's like his whole jab, 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 right hook thing. He was just saying yeah. every time you ask, like if he asks people to buy his sneakers, like it brings him down. Like he takes a little bit away from people. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be willing to like buy something again because it already, it's like you, you know how you feel when people ask you for money and if you purchase something from them, if they keep asking, you're not going to want to give as much back to them. Mm-hmm. So saying every time you ask people to buy something from you, it brings you down a notch. Mm-hmm. What you can ask for. In the future yeah the the only way to to solve that is to ask for for something but gives a, a tremendous amount of value that exactly way people, yeah mm. uh, it, it would be insane not to to apply it that way that's what amazon is trying to do also right they like their pray their prime thing their their the line on it is like it's it's uh, uh insensible not to buy it so that's what that's what you have to do you have to build, uh, provide a lot of value that's true. Amazon Prime is a really good example of that because everybody wants that. I mean, it's a little expensive, but <laughs> yeah, I love Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's expensive, but you get a lot more than you when you pay. In, in fact, I that's that's the line. I'm not I'm not endorsing them. Right? That's what what they claim. Mm-hmm. But yeah. My fifty dollar product, I would like to give like two hundred dollars of value. Yeah, that's awesome idea. Yeah, so give more than you're actually charging. Yeah, one case. That's that's a bit what you have to do. That way, you solve the problem of of having to uh, erode their trust because every buy that 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 they do is building trust instead of getting trust because they get more value than they than they give. Yeah, that's a really good concept. So, yeah, in a way, we were like, what we're doing now with the free thing is, of course, the best thing you can ever do in 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 in. in uh, and as in building trust, right? You give something away for free and they have value. So you're building, 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 building trust. But of course, that's not something that can, uh, that is sustainable because like you have to live too. So <laughs> never, you can never do something for free forever. 
Right. And that's what I kind of wrote my post today. Like I'm going to continue to write on medium, but I'm definitely need to put more focus towards other things because this is not kidding me right now. It's enjoyable. It's something I love to do, but I also need to find something else that I like or I'm okay with and can do it to generate income. Um, and maybe I can still, like you said, leverage it through medium or the podcast, but I definitely need to do, start focusing on another thing as well. So how do you figure out like what you have to offer? Like in, in your, in your terms, so you said your skills or whatever, do you have any ideas of what type of, product or service you'd like to offer have you thought of anything yeah again I'm, I'm going to repeat myself you don't i don't think you start from product or service you start from the problem you can solve what problem can you solve for somebody else and uh, all that somebody else should probably be someone who is rich right if you can solve a problem of a homeless person i mean that's that's good for society but you're not going to get paid uh, that much so the, the first thing is like what problems do rich people have and can I help solve them? And that's, I mean, that's how I would think. I don't, I'm just, I'm doing it as we go. So I have nothing planned. I have not, no notes. I've, I haven't thought it really through, but that's how I would start. Like I can mm -hmm. solve a lot of problems. Um, and a, a lot of rich people have problems. How can I help them solve it? And, you know, I think that's how I would yeah. One time I was watching um, Pat, or listening to Pat Flynn's podcast and he was talking to someone who had sold software as a service. And basically what the person did was just call like people for like five hours a day and ask them what's their biggest pain point. And this is probably something a lot of people have done before, but he asked them what their biggest pain point it was. And then he constructed or built software based off their pain points. And that's how he built a successful software business. So, yeah, I mean, maybe an interesting exercise as well. Yeah, but for instance, I mean, I don't know what it's going to be, but suppose it's like an ebook, right? Suppose I want to write an ebook and like say uh, an ebook for $10 or, or even say $50 if it's going to be uh, a business or something, $50 and it could be 20 pages, I don't know. I'm just like we're doing it on the fly. You could just uh, phone, you just call to people, and, uh, business people and ask like, what is your biggest problem? And you do that like, call 20 people, see what their biggest problem is. Okay, if, uh, take the, sub, the topic that comes up most and write an ebook about that. And you could yeah. even like, those could even be your first uh, lead, right? Those people you'd be like, that's call we had about your problem. Well, I wrote a book about it. Do you want to sell it? Do you want to buy it? That's how we could do it. Right. And that was kind of his whole point too, because after he asked them and they actually gave them like their biggest pain point, they're wondering like, oh, can you fix it? Because they want a solution to their biggest pain point in their business. So then um, he's like, okay, I'm going to put you on my email list or whatever, and I'll update you if I do come up with something. And by the time he had it, they definitely wanted it. Because well, you know, after all, it's the, the biggest problem in their business. So yeah, I mean, that's a great exercise. I mean, I've, I've watched some uh, Grant Cardone yesterday, uh, some sales videos. And like his tip is like, don't complicate things as a salesperson, right? Don't like, talk to someone and, and blab, blab around for half an hour. Just ask you, what is your biggest problem? You don't even have to talk about five problems. What is your number one biggest problem? Mm -hmm. And if he says, for instance, yeah, it's people. Okay, uh, figure it start from there okay it's people is it hiring people is it uh, retaining them is it the turnover what is your problem with people you say yes hiring people i don't you know what that's how you go you're just biggest problem and figure out your problem and work from there yeah, yeah. you start with yeah. yeah 
And you have to get, kind of get pretty good at questioning too, because if they say that and then you don't have a follow-up, like you have to dig deeper and deeper to actually get to the root of it. Cause those people will say like a service thing, like you said, like people that's very broad, but like, what does that mean? So you have to keep digging de- deeper and deeper with different questions and try to get to the actual issue. That way you can find a solution for it. Sure. But you think you have to think as a, as a, as a problem solver, right? If he yeah. says people, you know, you have to go to the problem. What is the problem? Exactly. Problem. And of course, like, do that with 10 or 20 or 30 people, 30 businessmen, the, 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 the same topics will appear. So you're, after a while, you'll be like, okay, that's the thing. Like uh, it's most of the time it's, it's hiring and it's uh, it's a turnover. So, I mean, can you, that's how you probably have to do it. Like uh, just figure out what their problem is. Can you solve it? Don't waste their time. If you can't solve their problem, look, Say, say that you can't solve their problem, right? Because yeah. there are a lot of people who are like, I can't solve it for 1K and then they have the money and they can't do anything. That's true. So uh, if you can't help them, don't help them. But if you have, if you can help them, it's like, yeah, kick, uh, look, I, I have that. I have that solution. It would cost you that much and your problem would be solved. Yeah, that's a good idea. So do you think that's a good way to start then is just to start by, I don't know if you'll do this, but I think maybe it's something I would do is to start calling people and asking that. Because if I just, like, it kind of limits you too. Like, if you call people and just say, oh, I offer, like, social media services, do you want that? Like, maybe they don't want that. Like, it's better to start off, like, with, um, you know, what is your biggest pain point? And then maybe I can solve that issue for them. And it might be, like, a couple of different things I'm working on. And then I can finally narrow it down to the actual service that I offer. Yeah, look, um, that's very interesting what you're, what you're saying now. Because a lot of, like, 24-year-olds out of college and they're like on their and their titles like a business developer or something like that. Yeah. They go to uh, an entrepreneur and they talk about business development. That's not how it works, right? You have to be a very fluid, like just think about your skills, where can you go and then label yourself afterwards. Yeah. If that person needs a social media uh, expert, guess what? Then you're that. If he needs a writer, then you're that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? start like yeah i'm a social media expert because that day if you want a writer is going to say yeah i'm sorry i don't need you and you can't say like yeah, i'm a writer too that doesn't work writer like you think like what are you you know what i mean right that's what i was just thinking about today I, a couple of days i wrote in the post about or written the post about being a writing coach and i was just like let me just start broader and then there my way down afterwards i don't know exactly what it's going to be at this point i just know i need something extra on the side Box yourself in, right? Don't label yourself. Don't, it's always the same advice we give in, in everything. So don't um, don't don't take some title that sounds fancy and that like is, is, is like hype, all hype, but that no that not that get don't doesn't get you in the door. Like make yourself keep yourself as broad as possible. Don't box yourself in. And if you see someone who says like, yeah, I need someone to uh, write copy for me, you know, and you're like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, then then you're a copywriter. Right. Perfectly. Yeah, you can just add all the services to your website as you go. So you were talking before. Sorry, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was talking about like the ebook thing. Um, there were guys who were writing ebooks, but they only uh, they they just they just pitched their idea to 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 buyers, and if people bought it, then they start writing. They start writing. <laughs> wow. That's how you can do it. People think you have to have an idea and then finish it and then sell it. No, you can do it all on the fly. It's actually better that way because you're exhausting all this time and energy to do something and then you're not sure if anyone even wants that product or service. So yeah, it's yeah. better to ask. Right? Suppose you could like, suppose for the next two, two weeks, 
you're uh, thinking about writing coaching and buying business cards and doing your site and whatever, whatever. And it turns out that nobody wants that and you just wasted two weeks of your time for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Open, see what people want and then uh, evolve in that direction. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking too. So, I mean, you wrote in your post to that previously like, sales or closing made you uncomfortable. What made you uncomfortable at the closing process? Yeah, I think... Well, what I've <laughs> I've heard that a lot from uh, I was gonna say girlfriends, but like could be a, a friends too, or just like people I have worked with. Like they're like uh, I, I don't know how to close because the moment I closed, I start I keep on uh, selling. You know what I mean? I've heard a lot like you, you like people saying like stop pitching me. You won. <laughs> let's do the let's do the deal. And I'm like still trying to close. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. I, I feel like don't know when I, when I when I when I'm when I'm there. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think I've experienced that before too. I'm like, oh, they really want the product. I don't have to say anything anymore. Or they really want this. So yeah, I get you. For instance, I, my friend Dan hates that when I do that. I would I would call him and say like, uh, I have a pitch for you, and I would say like one line. He's like, okay, let's do it, and then I would <laughs> talk for three four minutes. Why he needs to see me? And he's like stop talking you know what i mean like, yeah. and the most of the time, just to punish me is like you know what i don't want it anymore <laughs> just to, to show me how wrong i was but yeah that's that's probably my biggest i talk too much and uh, selling is all about listening yeah i agree and so you did some cold calling previously with a company that you're with can you talk about that experience yeah, so my startup um, disaster i would probably say um so i was uh yeah my title was uh, marketing director I don't even know or I don't know, I don't know my title doesn't matter yeah. so I was uh, I had to I had I, I had problems uh, calling to people and talking to people in person and, and on the phone so my friend Dan figured that out he figured that out and he's like yeah we have to do something about it <laughs> and he I mean he gave me a job that even our intern could have done it but he wanted me to do it so he gave me a list of 50 people and he's like you know you have to cold call those people and I, that was nightmare at the moment right because I, I i was afraid to talk to people on the phone i, I didn't i mean i didn't ask you know i mean that's very hard yeah so i you know what you have to do it today or you're fired you know what i mean like wow <laughs> yeah makes it urgent my phone i started calling to, to people and the first one was awkward the second one was awkward but like after 10 you're like in the zone and you start you know what i mean it's, it's with everything you just have to start and just have to do it and right. now i don't have with cold calling anymore that's good. And what were you having to say to the people you were calling? Were you selling them something? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah I had to. Uh, they were all dog owners, and I had to uh, uh, talk to about them with their, about their dog, and then see if they were interested to buy our product and stuff like. That. It was a little bit. Like, it wasn't begging in a way, but I mean, it was also fun connecting with dog owners. Something I learned, like you know, it's always fun to talk to to new people if you know how to. to can you know, can always talk with with uh, people but you have yeah. to know how to uh have the conversation and in this case it was easy because everybody had a dog you could talk about like how is your dog is he nice and everybody was like yeah my dog is the nicest dog ever so i mean that was that was fun after a while yeah that's cool yeah so what do you think okay going forward like you wrote this post on medium today what do you think some of your next steps are going to be in terms of trying to figure out where to go from here yeah so my only i'm not gonna say it's a problem but um I have a lot on my plate, like uh, the, training, the the writing that challenge, this podcast, 
So I'm, I'm, I don't know if I, if I uh, have to figure a way to, to balance it all. I don't know what my problem is going to be. And for instance, we talked about it with Tim, and Tim had, has just written a book. But he said like, he couldn't combine the blog and the book. So he cannot write. I mean, if I wanted to do a book, it's not possible now. I, think. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't like to use the words not impossible, but um, I think it has, I don't know. It will be difficult. Yeah, it's not impossible, but I don't think, I mean, I would love to do an ebook, but I think the ebook has to wait until the, the, um, the, the writing challenge is done. But that doesn't mean I, I can't have uh, other products. Like you were talking about t-shirts. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, I could do something like that too, or I could, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's possible. Uh, I would, I would like to start with, um, with a, a digital product if possible. Yeah. I like those. I like to sell uh, physical products too. Yeah, I think the thing with writing an ebook and the blog at the same time is, is like it's using the same part of the brain. It's kind of exhausting. After a while, I think it can be done. It was, it's like a lot of work. And like you said, you're it would be spreading yourself thinner because you already have so much going on. So as do I as well. So I had to figure out what is the thing I should do that's the most the best use of my time. So that's what I'm trying yes. to figure out. Problem too. I talked about it with you um, during my startup. I, uh, I missed a lot of movements on my market uh, account, on my trading account. So that probably, that, I mean, I think I missed 100K there in, in those three, four months. And that's okay. I, mean, I, I did the startup because I, I wanted to still learn skills and learn a lot there. Yeah. But I have to be careful about what I'm doing because, like, my bread and butter is, is clearly the trading. Uh, there's not a lot I can do now that will surpass the trading, so I have to balance a little bit, and it's possible, but uh, it's a little bit. I mean, there, there, if you think about it, there's definitely an hour or two hours in my day that I can use to do this, so um, it should be possible. Yeah, that's what I said, too, like the folk just putting the time aside, because I said I was just getting so far Be Like I said I was going to do the social media, and I said I was going to do the little design for the T-shirt, and there was something else, oh, the writing consulting, but I didn't set the time aside for it like I do with the writing and the podcast. So those things, like the time just slipped away from me. So I'm just going to set aside an hour to two each day to start working on whatever I want to generate income. And I think in a, a month or two, I'll, you know, I'll know what it is and start making some progress with that. But it's, what I would do if, uh, if I were you is start doing everything, something actionable, right? Mm -hmm. That you have done something towards your goal that you... That is, that is physical, that is palpable. Like, uh, mm -hmm. for instance, cold calling people, that's your thing for today. Yeah. Um, the next day it could be um, designing your logo. Next day it could be um, whatever. Everything, like uh, uh, a chunk uh, or like a nugget that you've done, some like uh, milestone, a little milestone. Yeah. That's probably the best. That keep you motivated. Yeah, exactly. That was my thinking too. So today I did my updated my LinkedIn profile. I was going to call people, but that wasn't <laughs> the wrong day for that. So tomorrow I'm going to call people and I'll probably do something else too, because calling people, I may do that for like an hour or so. And then I'll do something else with my website to update that. And I'll write it down too in advance. So I know and can check it off and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, we can definitely like for both of us, like maybe in the next couple of weeks, we can come back and update our listeners on our progress with the extra project we're working on. How did that sound? Yeah, it sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. Uh, it's possible that I that I won't have that much um, <laughs> that much updates, but I mean, I I, I want to get as fast as I can into the market. That's the thing I, I learned with trading. I learned with writing. Um, mm -hmm. You have to be as 
fast as you can because um, the more complex you make it and the more you think about it, it's just delay, right? Yeah. If I That's talked about it, I could have waited six more months to write, but yeah, what would have would we have done in the, the meantime? Exactly, yeah. So yeah, guys, we'll definitely be back with some more updates for you. I think that's a good end to the episode today. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please give us some claps on Anchor and follow us. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow on the next podcast. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.